Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. One more for the pile, Tom. Yeah! Yeah. Oh, it never ends. <laughs> it never ends. We're in hell. Le- uh, it feel it, <laughs> I I relate very strongly to people living in a pocket of the wasteland and <laughs> devoting a significant portion of their workforce to halt to preventing time from moving forward. Oh, yes. Hi that everyone. That's what I feel like. Hello everyone. <laughs> My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Yeah. The film where the poll quote is from Nicolas Cage. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a weird one, folks. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> My granddaughter has been lost to us. I would have her return to me post haste. And you, sir, I am told, are the man to do the job. This, uh, shit. (laughs) There was, all right, what was new? There's the the other thing that's new, the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Eyes of Tammy Faye is, I think, in limited release this week. Or maybe it is in wide release this week. I don't know. the, The problem was, is no theater near me is playing it until next weekend, which that's yeah. the movie we really wanted to cover. But Yeah, and we know you're all scrambling for that one. So yeah, listen, we'll cover that next week. Listen, we do some for you guys, and then we do some for us. And Yeah, I legit want to see and that. Andrew Garfield playing a maniac falls firmly into the one for us category. Oh, yeah. So. Although I legit- legitimately wanted to see this too. This is Prisoners um, of Ghostland? Yeah. No, yeah. This obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a gonzo... It's, uh, well, it's we'll the get director it. of it's the director of Suicide Club. It, this director yeah. has done Cold Fish, a bunch of like a bunch of really weird movies. It's a Gonzo um, Japanese action movie, basically. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into what this movie is exactly, but this is you've probably seen it. It's the one with Nicolas Cage. The pull quote is the wildest movie I've ever made from Nicolas Cage, right? Uh, which is probably. I mean, it's definitely close to true. He gets his, one of his testicles blown off within the first Spoilers. twenty minutes. Um, yeah, it's you know it it it, it made a it had a it's tiny bit of a it's splash. It had a tiny bit of a splash because of this was yeah this was a movie I'd been um, I'd been wanting to see for mm-hmm. a while because it was always just floating around where like I knew the the like the the synopsis where it was like yeah Nicolas Cage is doing this movie soon where like he has bombs strapped to him and he has to like I thought it was going to be like a crank thing you know like like and then the the closer we got to this the more I saw of it I was like oh yeah this is going to be just really weird um yeah it premiered at Sundance back in January yeah it's got Bill Mosley in it mm-hmm. who I Otis always Driftwood. love I, yeah I always fucking love Bill Mosley he he man he's such a I, I I feel like he's a very underrated actor because he can he's, give a real performance if he has to. Yeah, he can also play mean. He can play pathetic. He'll do whatever you want. He's uh, he's and, really yeah. He I, I was thinking that watching this movie is that 
he always turns in such an interesting performance. Yeah. And then I would I would argue in the Devil's Reject, he like straight up acts. Uh, he steals, he he steals up, the movie in The Devil's yeah, Rejects. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like, wh- when you realize you're starting to feel bad for him, you're like, wait. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad for him. He's just doing a really good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just, he's one of those people where it's like, I, I want... I want him to like really blow up at some point at an act as an actor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah, I want somebody like to give him good, like a give like him like a an real Oscar good, winning yeah, performance or like a real good limited series role. Yeah, because I think I really think he's capable of that. Yeah, uh, but of course he's just a he's just a side dish to this meal that is Nicolas Cage. We haven't asked the the vital question, Tom. How did you like Prisoners of the Ghostland? That's an interesting question, Dave. Um, mm-hmm. It took me a while to. It, it took a while for this movie to click. For me to click with this movie, uh, but about halfway through, it did, uh, and I really enjoyed it for the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, well, here's okay. I I had a I had a similar thing, but it's actually in a different order. Where I found it really fun, then I got really bored, and then I found it really fun again. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. And it is, it's certain things you have to push past. Once you get past, say, the weirdness, uh, uh, then then you realize what type of movie it is. And it's actually like, it reminds me of like any 90s movie, like a Robin Hood tale, where it's like, it's it's sort of that, right? It's it's, just like, I I leave, I find a group of misfits, we all team together and we beat up the big lord, the Mm -hmm. governor. Basic, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, it's, uh... It is surreal Japanese Mad Max. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and, one, and so, once, once I figured that out, I was fine. Because yeah. the movie is quite surreal, like surprisingly. It's, 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 it's hard to follow for the first half. If, you don't, it, if you're not entirely sure what kind of movie it is, it's a little hard to follow at first. Right. But then once you realize what it is, I thought it was extremely easy to follow. Yeah. It was still weird. It's weird. It's, uh, it's, it's never not weird. It's a, it, it, it feels like a lot of anime. Like watching it, I yeah. get a lot of like Trigun from it or like, yeah. That, it's that weird sort of vibe. by omission, where it like doesn't tell you right away what's happening, mm-hmm. and then once you figure out what's happening, you're like, "Oh, this all makes sense." Yeah. I actually, my biggest criticism of it is, I, I it could have been weirder. I wish it was weirder. Uh, I, this was the right I, amount of weird for me for what the movie right. was for what the movie was trying to be. The, weirder a, 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 or go ahead or wilder um i think some of this is like they only have so much budget Mm -hmm. they can't do things that are too over the top uh but like for example i didn't find the action particularly good because they're cutting around the fact that Nicolas cage can't you know do karate yeah uh and And there's also like there's also not a lot of it no there's not a lot um and i just needed like some sort of more awesome factor. I don't know. Again, for what it is, I quite enjoyed it. I just felt like it was missing. Like it, it needed an extra oomph, like a little, little push. Uh, and I don't exactly know what that is uh, because I love the look of it. Mm-hmm. No, it looks really cool. Uh, like I said, it, it really feels like surreal uh, Mad Max with like an anime flair. Like I do get a lot of yeah. big Trigun vibe from just the look of this movie. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, I I don't know. I think I see what you're saying. Um, I don't think it needed to be weirder for the story that it's trying to be because it's trying to be a pretty mm-hmm. straightforward story in a familiar genre. It's just it's so 
because it just drops you right in. Like there's no title card that introduces you to this world. It just drops you yeah. in there and you just you kind of catch as catch can. And it's not that complicated. You figure it out. Yeah, well, you, I don't think, yeah, I never know, like, by the end, I don't know what kind of world this is. I know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, it's that thing where I was watching with Hana, and at the first question, she has, she's like, when does this take place? And it's like, I don't think we need to be asking questions like that, um, because there's no way to... There's no, the way to there's no way to peg it. Yeah, it seems yeah. to be, it seems to be uh, post-apocalypse. Yeah, but then there's parts where people are on their phones, yeah. <laughs> like taking video. I and there's like banks, and the banks are nice. <laughs> there's banks, and there's like Dave. There's Bank Town. There's Bank Town. There's yes. Bank Town. <laughs> there's a town that is banks, and then there's Samurai Town, which is where Bill Mosley is the governor. Right. Uh, and then he has to leave out of Samurai Town to go find Sophia Batella out in the Ghostlands. That's correct. And there, the yeah. Ghostlands are radioactive prisoners who have been turned into like nuclear ghosts. Um, yeah, what we learned is that a prison truck crashed into like a, a nuclear waste truck. Mm-hmm. It exploded, and their ghosts, uh, their radioactive ghosts, uh, and so that's and they're keeping basically the residents there. They they refuse to let them leave. Hence, prisoners of the ghost land. Yeah, they are prisoners of the ghost land. So yeah, it's basically anyone who wanders out into the wastes is going to get waylaid by these ghosts and they'll just wreck your car they'll that you yeah you just get trapped out there the idea yeah and so this is like an oasis where the governor like basically they have a nice area but everybody has to you know uh serve under the governor bill mosley who i always remember after the fact sounds like will forte he does. Like, doesn't he, he truly yeah. does. When you close your eyes, it's just Will Forte being yeah. a warlord. Yep. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and he's clearly not treating women very well. Uh, I t- they don't I, get into I, I it. Lo- I love the end where it's all falling apart and he runs back to his house and they're all fucking oh, yeah. robbing him and they're just calling him a loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's wonderful. They don't get into it, but he's cl- clearly like... A, uh, like a monster he, he keeps a hair of some and, yeah, and, and yeah. He, he calls them he pre- he wants to pretend to be all their grand their their grandfather like he calls yes. them all like he's like it's your it's grandpa it's grandpa he just collects he collects women uh when they're yeah. young girls uh it, it just like he gets sifu batella after her mom gets killed in a robbery that's committed by nicholas cage yeah this opens with nicholas cage committing a robbery with um what's his name uh, who's that actor? Uh, uh, I don't know his character's name. Is, oh, it's Nick Cassavetes. Nick Cassavetes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Nicolas Cage and Nick Cassavetes. Double Nicks robbing a, a, a bank, and they allude to the fact that uh, it's pretty clear that Nick Cassavetes, who plays Psycho. His, name, his uh, character's name is Psycho. Yeah. If, if, yeah. He was, in, he was in Face Off, if you remember. He was in Face Off with Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, he shoots a little boy. Uh, and uh, amongst others, he shoots everyone uh, in the bank. But yeah, yeah, but like it's implied in the opening that's like, oh yeah, he totally shot that kid. But we don't see what happens after that. Uh, Nicholas Cage is just in jail in like this sheriff. This old like it's he's in his underwear and like the sheriff. It's like a western style uh, jail. Uh, and they bring him out. They say you killed all these people. Um, it's hard to know the timeline because. They it's we learned later years. both of both of them got arrested, right? Mm-hmm. Has he been a fugitive? Is that the idea? Is that Nicolas Cage? No, I think Nicolas Cage has been in jail 
in that little jail? <laughs> I don't know if he's been in that little jail. He might have gotten it's, he might have gotten moved there because the governor yeah. picked him specifically to go. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes get sense. Get his actually. daughter, but like we see it's, him when we see the but event. He wasn't, go ahead. Oh, he wasn't on the prison bus. No. that we learn so that's what i mean is like that it's like hard to figure out what the hell happened oh maybe he did get away because he does run and but we see psycho get arrested i think he did get okay away. so he did get away but i think he's it's, a wanted man it's been a few decades because yeah. sophia Battelle is a little girl when the robbery happens yeah uh and so we also see her escaping with her friends mm-hmm. uh she's clearly like fuck this place uh, but then she gets trapped in the ghost land. Mm-hmm. Uh, As Nicholas Cage, yeah. The governor uh, uh, takes Nicholas Cage. He puts a leather suit on him he with sure a does. series of explosives. Not, mind you, not that big of explosives. Right? It turns like, out they're not ima- they're not huge bombs. They're just enough to like disable. Like he's got bombs attached to his the, arms, and and one yeah, of his the, arm bombs goes off later, but it doesn't blow it off. It just kind of like fucks his arm. Yeah, that said, he has two on his neck, and I'm sure those would kill oh, him. Oh, that'll kill you. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's some Battle Royale shit. Yeah, <laughs> so he has, he has a bunch of small explosives on, which, uh, uh, again, that's actually rather responsible, because if he exploded, then like people around him could get hurt. Exactly, so, yeah, and he's specifically yeah. sending him to uh, rescue his fake granddaughter. Yes, and so, the, yeah, he tasks him with that. The bombs also, if he shows aggression... Towards her specifically, the bombs will explode. Any unarmed uh, woman, I think, is what he says. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so he got. There's so many moments. Uh, that's the thing. He strips down naked in front of children and families and just everybody in this town. Yep, and they all start laughing uh, when he pulls his loincloth off. Yeah, and talking about his his D. Yep. Uh, someone's drawing him and like quickly erases the loincloth to like draw it's 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 done in a very surreal way we're yeah. actually explaining what's happening but like if you're watching the movie you aren't entirely certain right it's very it is extremely surreal yeah um, not, not extremely but like it's it's it pretty has, surreal it's it's more surreal than these movies tend to be so it yeah uh, like then 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 like apocalyptic action movies tend to be so it's a little it's it's jarring at first as you walk in expecting Nick Cage in a gonzo Japanese action film that takes place in the in the wastes. So you're expecting one thing, and this movie is kind of that, but it delivers it in a surreal package. Yeah, it's very sense. meandering, like shots on things that you don't fully understand. A lot of, a lot of dreams to, and visions. Yeah, you have to like slowly figure piece together. Like, okay, I, so like the bank town, the town yeah, of banks is bank like town. they don't explain that. You're just like, what the fuck is this town but they kind of don't need to because you've seen that samurai town is a thing and then you see bank yeah. town, and you're like okay i kind of get it it's like yeah the movie is smart in that it's it's actual story is not complicated because yeah. what where you run into problems is when you start throwing the surreal elements on top of a story that's already complicated then Absolutely. it then it becomes a nightmare to watch for yeah. an audience so he's he he's given a car and they're like go rescue and he hops on a bike uh, and he hops I on really, a bike i really wanted him to do the whole movie on this bike this was the funniest thing it was like they read that cracked article we did a long time ago about things you don't see in the apocalypse and one of them is bikes um i don't know if you remember that i i I wrote that one, and the writer of Booka Eli later tweeted it and said, like, yeah, because it would look stupid. <laughs> like, if they're not, 
if they're on a bikes, like, yeah, that's logical, but you don't want to see like Denzel Washington riding a bike. And they basically do that joke where Nicolas Cage stops the car, gets on a shitty bike, and we do the sequence of him pedaling. Yep. And he looks ridiculous. This he's dramatic in music this like playing. apocalypse gear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's and he's then, wearing like the leather suit and every like yeah. and he looks like Mad Max, only he's riding a child's riding bike with a little basket yeah. on the front. And he looks stupid. Yeah, he so looks one real of the henchmen stupid. brings the car back around and they're like, No, get in the car <laughs> and they make him take the car. It's such a weird moment though, because again, that's a funny gag, but when he takes the bike, everybody's like weirdly impressed. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody goes ooh what a badass <laughs> when he takes the bike yeah cause he's, like, kind of, he's kind of well, he's telling the governor to fuck himself he's like yeah oh. that's the idea he's basically like I would rather explode like cause he's got like a, a limited time he it's only like has, three days yeah he has three days and if uh, the granddaughter fake granddaughter says her name into this thing on his arm uh, then he'll get more days so yeah it's him basically saying I'm gonna take my time I don't give a fuck. And so they're like, no, take the car, you asshole. Uh, he drives into the ghost land, immediately gets confronted by demons. Uh, they're shrouded. You can't really see them. Um, and then he gets like, and this is the stuff where it's like, I'm not, where it's surreal, where you see that and you think, oh, is there a fight or something? And then he's just like lying on the ground and his car's crashed. Uh, and you're not really sure. Again, saying he goes into the ghost lands um they don't make that clear well he yeah it makes sense he goes into the wastelands he goes again it all makes sense later yes yes it makes sense later he drives into the waste the ghosts appear he like growls and accelerates towards them and then it cuts and he's (laughs) this might be my favorite moment of the film it just cuts to him the car has crashed like it's beached itself it's run up on like a little uh, little hill of rocks Doors yeah. open, he's fallen out, and he's just laying face down next yeah. to his crashed wasteland mobile, like his <laughs> aw- his awesome Mad Max car. He's yeah. just laying in the dirt he, next to it, like a ro- fucking he, jerk. He rolled a zero. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, it lasts for a while. Like, it takes yeah. him a minute to get up. Yeah, everything takes a while. He gets carted into this town. By, by um, uh, my favorite character in the film, Ratman. Ratman, yes. Ratman is like man rules hard. Yes, they're dressed. There's a there's a faction of this town that looks like um, uh, Borderlands. Like I was thinking, this director could do a Borderlands movie easily. Yeah. Um, he's like halfway there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that. You you know which Borderlands aesthetic I'm specifically talking about? Which planet? Um, yeah. And it's a lot of mannequins dressed up seemingly like a, a an insidious environment like you think he's going into something that's bad um weird dancers there's like people like cheerleading essentially as he's going by there's chanting and and people like doing children and like weird old people and like things you just don't understand that you're looking at um it looks like burning man yeah. it looks like he's going into burning man but like sinister, more sinister. Yeah, a little bit more sinister, just a little yeah. bit. But yeah, it's everybody shouting at him in different languages. It's just this cacophony. There's a giant clock. Yeah. He's getting dragged. At, yeah, giant clock that people are trying to like pull the the second hand of. Yeah. Uh, and not and like they're tugging it all day, and he learns that this is the ghost land. This is where they're trapped. They're we don't really understand why any like why any of this is happening. Um or why the the specifics why they look like this 
Um, we learn that the, the, the woman he's searching for has lost her voice. They all, they all suddenly are very helpful. Um, they're not out to get him. They're just like, oh, yeah, he shows the picture. He's just like calling them freaks, and he's just very irritated with them. Um, and they're like, yeah, she's over there. She lost her voice. She needs to find her voice. And she's wrapped in mannequin pieces. Yeah. This one, uh, this one dude with this one fucking incredible looking dude. Yeah, with, this with, vampire with, looking motherfucker. With, yeah, he fucking looks like drag. He's got silky long hair and a top hat. Yeah. Um, he's dressing all these these ladies that uh, get get toe up <laughs> by the ghosts. I guess uh, apparently when the ghosts when you encounter the ghosts they take something from you. So he except he, for Nicholas Cage, but yeah, except for Nick Cage, like he seems fine. But I, then we learn, of course, that the leader of the ghosts is his old crime buddy, Psycho. Spoilers, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I this this dude has like dressed all these women up in mannequin parts to protect to keep them hidden from the ghosts, basically. Right. It's, it's so it's like this weird like this dude it's, is this dude is still like sinister, but it's there's an interesting flip there. Yeah, yeah like you were describing where he gets carried into this town and you think it's going to go one way and then it turns out it's like, "Oh no, these are the good guys." Like these are the good guys. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this movie. Um and so yeah, he yeah, he's still weird and sinister. He's like, "I'm I will protect you, my ladies." Like my, he's weird and creepy about my it. My little cookie is what he calls My little cookie. But yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. But he's, when Nicolas Cage is like about it, But yeah. when Nicolas Cage is like, "I'm he's not like doing anything to them except for this um and that's the whole town seems to think yes that's helping them we're helping he's like he's like doing essentially the work of a doctor a, a spiritual doctor yeah but he's creepy as fuck about it and then when nicholas cage is like well i gotta grab her they don't stop him they're just like yeah take her um so nobody is standing in his way they're just like you'll never get out the ghost will never let you out uh and nicholas cage takes her um and she can't speak so he can't get her to speak in his thing his little dildo his pip boy or whatever on his wrist it's, it's yeah he literally has a pip boy on his wrist yeah um it's the same aesthetic too so um, yeah he 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 uh is 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 getting her out of the mannequin stuff uh he accidentally gets half a chub and his dick explodes Yes, he gets slightly erect, so his one of his balls explodes. Just blows up. It is and tremendous. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, for the most of this movie, he's not very Nicolas Cage, which is fine, yeah. honestly. Um, he, he becomes Nicolas Cage in a couple moments, his testicle exploding being one of them. He holds his own ball in his hand, mm -hmm. and he does what anyone would do, which is pass out. Yeah, yeah. he collapses for several <laughs> days. Yeah. Um, and he has the dream of the robbery and we learn a little more. I think at that point, yeah, at that point we learn that sh in the robbery, Psycho lived up to his name and killed everybody and Nicholas yeah, Cage he, tried to stop him. He Mr. Blondes out. Yeah. <laughs> the I, I liked that Nicholas Cage still accepts responsibility throughout the movie. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. Where he talks about, I hurt those people, even though he didn't actually, he just, he, Yes. He, he, did, he, he, did, like, he, he didn't directly, but he decided to br do a robbery with Psycho on his team. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, who he, he never, who he also never doesn't like Psycho. Right, he's his like, friend. They're friends. He's his they're fucking friends. friend. Yeah, yeah. When he meets him and, at the end, he's like, "Oh, we had such great times together." I but know, I need to, I need so to good. ask you for one. Like, and Psycho's like, "But you betrayed me." He's like, "I know, but we hurt a lot of people, and now they need my help." 
so can you let me through just one for one last time for old time's sake and they're like yeah and they like embrace and shit it's, it's wild. so good <laughs> that no i was getting to that that's my favorite part of this movie i think yeah is so like yeah what happens is basically they um she she drags him back to the town right she speaks finally in the thing yeah, we learned she that she's the, the little back. girl at the robbery at the beginning yeah, yeah so yeah. like she was shot in the leg so nicholas cage feels directly responsible for her um and then so they they it basically there's this preacher type guy who's like all hope is lost you can't leave um we learned the the backstory they tell it as like a fireside tale of that a prison truck and a nuclear waste truck collided created these ghosts created this wasteland they can't escape i'm not entirely sure why they're fighting time uh it's i think it's that one was a little hard to pin down it's related to the governor it's it's something to do that yeah i mean obviously it's the metaphor of time is standing still for these people and they don't want it to move forward they're they're trying to keep the clock from ticking because they think another explosion will happen it's what they say uh it's it's this that element's harder to pin down logically in terms of what it literally means for the narrative it seems it's one of the more surreal elements of it but at the end, but, they let it go, and it blows up, and they're all cheering, and it just it's it signifies yeah, their release. That's as best I could figure it. Yeah, and the realization is that the governor is the one who tasked her on this. Not that we didn't know this already, right? But he's the he's the real bad guy. He's the bad guy, and yeah. like they they prepped. He's Nicholas Cage is basically like, I have a day, so I'm gonna get us the fuck out of here. Are you with with me or are you not? Oh. You can you can do whatever. I don't give a shit. This is where we have, we need to talk about Ratman. We we yeah, must yeah. we must. There's talk a about lot Rat we Man. need to talk about here. So Ratman is this crazy cool guy uh, who's got crazy he's cool, so cool armor he's made out of. He's a scavenger. He he leads yeah. he leads a clan of scavengers and they they love cars and lights and and gear. So he's just covered head to toe in random odd pieces of machinery electronics. He's got a cool lantern helmet. He's he and all of his buddies he's very have these helpful dope. Uh, uh, Legion of Doom shoulder pads that are also covered with uh, neon lights. Uh, right. And he he goes to Rat Ratman also speaks with like the Scream Killer's voice modulator. Yeah, they <laughs> like, all have weird shit. Where you gotta yeah. you gotta watch this with captions. You do have to watch it with captions. I was yeah, gonna say because- that a lot of the actors are uh, English is not their first language. Yes, but on top of that, but they speak through weird that, filters. Yes, so like with with somebody like Ratman, who's played by a Japanese actor, on top of that, he's doing his voices uh, being modulated electronically. So like, I had to back it up with the captions. So I don't know what the fuck Ratman is saying, but no, I love him. It is you cannot understand a word he's saying. It's Ratman yeah. specifically is very very hard to understand if you don't have the yeah. captions on, uh, and it's 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 ninety percent because of this voice modulator, right? But uh, he's just this dope dude who likes working on cars. So he go. So Nick Cage goes to Ratman. He's like, Ratman, make us some cars. And Ratman makes them like this fleet of neon lit up <laughs> carny trucks. It yes. rules. It rules. <laughs> but here's okay. awesome. And they don't and drive this, them. They just leave them there. <laughs> I know. That's where my frustration comes. <laughs> That's where I'm like, 
I, I really could have used a scene with those. They didn't have the budget for it. <laughs> no, they didn't. Because it's it's that. It's Mad Max if they never actually did any of the car stuff. Right. Um, they it's do have a cool the explosion between at the, the end. When the, they do. When the clock explodes, that's a dope explosion. You're like, okay, oh, here's, yeah. here's where most of that money went. Yeah. And so what happens is, yeah, he gets this fleet, he gets all the townspeople together, and then they just hang back. What happens is that, so uh, what we're kind of getting at, or, or or rather what I was, is that you keep meeting characters that you assume are additional bad people, and the realization keeps being like, no, it's just the governor. It's just, it's the, it's it's the elite. just Bill Mosley, yeah. Yeah, so they get confronted by the demons, and my favorite fucking showdown ever ha- happens, which you already described, which is the demons show up, they're magical, they're terrifying, and then they're led by Psycho, and he's like, remember me? And they've been setting up Psycho as like this ghost from his past, this darkness, and Nicholas Cage just goes, oh, Psycho, and like approaches, and they start <laughs> shooting the shit a And they're bit. still friends. And they're still <laughs> friends, because why aren't they? Why would and then they that's, be? Yeah. yeah, and that's when he's like, listen, we just need to get by. And this is like, they're the mystical, they, they were the prisoners, obviously, that crashed, yeah. um, that burned in the nuclear fire. And they're like, this whole time, they're, they're the big bads that they keep talking about. Um, and it tur- all he does is talk to them. And then they're like, yeah, just get the governor. Yeah, we're on the same side. And they let them go. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the big showdown with the demons. With the ghosts, yeah. It's so good. Um, it's very, it, it, again, I, I get a lot of uh, like anime vibes from that. It, yeah. like, I, it feels like that kind of storytelling. Like I, 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 I might be speaking out of turn. I apologize if I am, but that's what the vibe I kept getting. It's like, man, right. this feels like Trigun. Like it looks like, you, I, you just like, you know. Yeah. And so it's really anticlimactic. I get why this has mixed reviews, right? Like that. It has it has very low audience scores. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Because well, they're going it's in. Not... It's like I think Mandy ran into the same thing where they're going in expecting it to be face off, and it's not that. Yeah. There's this thing I I know people have talked about on Twitter and stuff too, where like Nicolas Cage, people will go to see his movies and like be laughing and like hollering when it's not even like a comedic or weird performance. Like Pig. Um, yeah, Pig had that. I think a few others have had that, where it's like they it's like they think they're like yeah you're gonna do the jokes you're gonna do the jokes and then he doesn't and they like don't realize it and they just plow along like it. Like, that's what's happening. And I think that's the thing with Nicolas Cage is that he rarely actually does the I'm a out of control, wild, look at me, I'm Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not the same way every time. Like, Mandy, he's out of control, but it's, it, he's actually, like, pretty serious in the first half. It works really well mm-hmm. for the movie being told. And so this is the same, where it's like, he has a few moments uh but other than that he's just kind of he barely speaks he's very solemn mm-hmm. in this yeah. movie there are definitely some moments the movie knows <laughs> it's funny like when he, they when, give he him, when he gets they, up to make his 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 character's name is hero by the way yes his when character's he, name is hero when he ascends the steps to the clock tower to to make his uh, empowering uh, inspiring speech to the prisoners of the ghostland even though it, they're not the it's 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 the actual prisoners we talk anyway the yeah the, the the trapped people in the ways to to rally them to go back to samurai town and destroy the governor he starts it off by 
it's the it's it's low key a hilarious speech because he he says stuff like I got my arm blown up, they blew up my testicle. Yeah, and, it's like, and then he says Nicolas like Cage, he yeah. says like listen up, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's impossible. Very fucking weird. Ha! If you ha! Had, yeah. if you had told me two days ago that I'd be out here helping you freaks no he says you bitches yeah <laughs> and get blown up with get one testicle yeah there's there's a lot of moments where yeah. it, it again it knows it's funny when he's riding the bike later he faces off against the main henchman and they kick each other in the balls yeah and they have this moment where they both try to recover and then i think nicholas cage goes fuck yeah and then they both just like take a moment yeah they take a moment <laughs> to like yeah yeah it knows what it and is it plays, a little, um, it plays a little bell chime when they get hit yeah 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 this isn't a serious movie but it's it's definitely yeah it's a weird fucking movie it's very weird yeah yeah and that's when we get into the main thing where yeah he faces off against the governor we haven't talked about the other woman who's out of her mind who holds the robot Susie. and what's what i believe her name is Susie, right Susie, yeah and just at the end just gets behind a minigun well all of a sudden and shoots so many people she was one of i guess she probably grew up with bernice uh sophia patella because they're very close um and we just see the governor kind of tormenting her the whole movie and treating her like a like an idiot uh like she's she's incredible like that actress she nailed it yeah so but what happens, it makes sense when it happens. Well, I mean, as much yeah. sense as you expect this movie to make, because it's he, he, Nick Cage has dragged Bernice back to town, and, and the governor's like, oh, my sweet Bernice. And he's like, give me the fucking key! So he can unlock his bomb neck. Uh, yeah. And Bill Moses is like, I wouldn't piss on your face if you were on fire in the face, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he grabs Sofia Batella uh, with with a knife to her neck, and it is obviously his bomb is also going to go off because he's uh, 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 attacking her. Right. Uh, so he's going to explode, stab her. He's like, give me the key. And that's when Susie freaks out and jumps on the Gatling gun because she wants yeah. Bernice to be okay. Yeah. And I feel like him and Bernice, the, he was never going to hurt her. They're just no, trying probably to, not, but yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to get the best of the governor. Mm-hmm. So, and again, all the fleet, all the stuff they brought... I think I think the idea I think the the idea is they bring all that to fight the demons. Yeah. And then when he realizes that the demons are fine, they don't need any of that and then they just keep everybody stays behind. So it's just like four people or it's well it's just two. Just this those two um fighting the governor. Um he has to fight yeah the the sort of cool henchman who like you think is going to turn but ultimately his loyalty stays with the governor. He does a, there's a cool idea where people are he protects Nicolas Cage so that he can be the one who kills right. him. Right. He doesn't want the scrubs to kill him and he does keep goons from killing Sofia Batella and Susie. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah it's, his it's, al- his alliances are like just slightly different. Right, we learned which we I le- liked. Yeah, we learned that he's basically press ganged into being a, a, a governor's henchman yeah. because governor has his sister working in one of his brothels. Yeah, so he's going to kill Nicolas Cage. He's not going to feel good about it. No, he, it's clear um, he feels bad about everything he does for the governor. Yeah, but he's still going to do it, and yeah. he's, he'll try to do it in the best way possible. So they, they yeah, they do a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately, um. 
she ends up shooting the governor a whole bunch. <laughs> All of the times. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> All of the times, yes. Like she, she, shoots, she shoots him a bunch and he's like, oh, and then, yeah. and then she just keeps shooting him. It'll like, she sure it, it does. cuts to, it'll cut back, cut to him getting shot and then falling over. And then it cuts back to her holding the gun. And you think it's going to be like that. It's, she's just going to hold it and it's going to be that like. Yeah, shot of victory, and it's like no, she keeps squeezing off more plam, shots, plam. A few more, and it just keeps for good measure. Cutting back to the governor and more squibs going off. Yeah, it's so body. good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh. <laughs> yeah, um, that's more or less the movie, right? Yeah, we, we, yeah, we really, we sure did just summarize the movie for well, you. I don't... I, it's one of those movies, though, where like I, I, there's a bunch of I wanted to go through it because there was a bunch of little things that I was like, I know I'm gonna forget it. Yeah. Unless we go through it. Uh um it's I don't know, man. It it's yeah, like the broad strokes of this movie are are weird but straightforward. Uh yeah. but there are buckwild moments. There's some there's some buckwild cage moments in this movie for sure. Yeah, and there's some buckwild visual moments. Stuff yes. like the yeah. weird choir with their heads mm-hmm. through the through the wall. Like yep. it's it's shit where it's I, I, I that's uh, that's it's almost Gilliam esque. A little bit. Um, but a little bit. It's actually more. It's it's honestly a little more surreal than Gilliam at times, because Gilliam you sort of understand the world, um, or the world is supposed to be illogical in a specific way. In this, there's just sort of stuff uh, that you have to accept. <laughs> There's like, not a, there's oh not yeah, a lot I guess of, that's just what the world is, huh? There's, there's not a lot of connective tissue between the the many different elements of this world. <laughs> you just kind of yeah. have to. Well, that's just what the world is. Yeah, it's it's more like, and I I do appreciate that because it's the it's almost like it's assuming you know this world and it's presenting the story that way. Yeah. So so like it it's like you said the story's simple. So you can spend a lot of time figuring out what the little things are. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the little things aren't really that... You don't need to understand the world. You, 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 the, yeah. The, you, the, the movie gives you like like two or three things that you need to get. It uh, reminds me, yeah. actually, of why I really like Eon Flux. Because Eon Flux will do these things where like a character will walk in and he'll have like a bunch of beans in his hand. And he'll put them in his boot. And you're like, what the fuck? And then later he'll hit his boot and the beans will come out and they're like wasps that attack someone. And you're like, oh, I guess, okay. Like, I guess that was like a weird weapon he had. Where like there's little things like that where you're like, they don't explain it, but it's not as simple as someone holding a gun, you know, where it's like, oh, I guess that thing does this. All right. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, or like, it's almost like a, like a game like Mist, where you're like, what does all this shit do? And you slowly kind of learn as you go. Um, but even then like stuff like the clock and stuff where it's like, I'm still not quite sure what the point of the clock was, but yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. Like I said earlier, I can't quite pin that one down beyond what it means. I think, yeah, I think that's the, that's the thing is it's, it's about class struggles, right? It's about the idea that they, we, we pit the poor against each other. The, The ghosts are keeping down this other group. Uh, where they're both on the same side, ultimately, mm-hmm. is the realization. Um, and it all trickles up. And then there's the people like his his second-in-command who maintain the status quo and don't realize that they're getting fucked over, too, and they'll fight tooth and nail to stay under this oppression. 
Um, it's not like deep. No, you know, it's very simple. It's pretty simple for a movie that's so fucking out of its mind. Yeah, that's well. I think that's uh, as as I was mentioning earlier. I think that's a smart decision to make when you want to do a movie like this is to yeah. keep keep it simple so you can pile on all the flair in in like the the surreal images and and kind of all the weirdness that happens. You, yeah, you, you the, want you want the story to be pretty simple. Yeah, where I think the movie has issues is again, it's not really the movie's fault. They only really have like two sets. <laughs> like the ultimately, they have the nice area and then they have the bad area. Uh and they don't have much else. No. They it's like a rock quarry and then like a a backlot set. It feels like, you know? Um and so, like, for example, that truck thing, it's a funny anticlimactic joke, but that's where I was like, I, I really wish around the middle, I wish things just we had more to do. Or maybe the movie needed to be a little shorter. Like, I yeah. could have shaved off like 15 minutes you from this movie. Cut, cut this. It's about an hour 45. You probably cut it down to a tight 90. Yeah, it's like a little meandering in the middle. It's kind of, kind of nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. There's no action. Um, and it kind of does need something, I think, to sort of happen in that time. Yeah. I don't know what, um, but I would say extremely strong beginning and end. Yes. It's, I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite movie, you know? No, 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 by no means. But it's, it was perfectly enjoyable. Uh, it's, it's a yeah. nice, weird movie. Uh, it's, it, it looks great. Like, the visuals are great. It's beautiful. Yeah, I, I really mm-hmm. liked it. Um, we, we're we're, we're knocking it. it, you know, with these budget jokes, but it does not look cheap by any means. Like, no, it's, this that's is a very thing. pretty film. When the clock falls, it's like, wow. Well, yeah, yeah, they that did that. The shit. And just like in general, it just it's a good looking movie. It's very it's, yeah. it's very pretty. The stuff that they clearly have to get around is, again, they give Nicolas Cage a hilarious helmet, a helmet. and a knife arm yeah. for the end. Um, and then whenever he's fighting people, it's just very clear he doesn't know how to. That's not his fault. Um, no, he's 60. But like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is like the action is like, yeah, they're do- they- they're working with what they got. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like. Like, you know what? Honestly, I love Nicolas Cage. I love him. Yeah. I'd love to see this with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I, think, I think Keanu Reeves could have also done this. Yeah, I feel sure. like. When they were making this, they probably asked, can we get Keanu? <laughs> uh, or both. I would have both in them. Of Honestly, them in yeah. Make, Nick K- make, make one of them hero and make the, one of them the, uh, the heavy, the, yeah. the Yasujiro character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say make one the governor, but Bill Mosley, man. Bill Mosley's killing it, yeah. Mm, so good. There's, there's a lot to love here. If you like weird movies... It's definitely worth watching. It, it, um, it's, it's helpful going in knowing what it is. So hopefully yes. us telling you that it's like surreal Japanese Mad Max uh, will hopefully make, yeah. it click, make, it, make, the, make it a little easier because it's, it's kind of overwhelming at first because you're, uh-huh. you're trying to figure all the stuff you're trying to figure out when you're watching a movie. You're like, okay, who are the main characters? What's, what's, the, what's the game? Where does this take place? Like all the stuff you normally think about uh, consciously or subconsciously when you're beginning a movie or a TV show can be a little difficult to parse in a movie like this that is so weird and surreal. So 
Yeah, it's all right. I say this in a, the least pretentious way. It's not for any everyone. No, and I don't mean no. that in a way of like it's an artistic triumph. No, I mean that in a way that it's a certain style that if you watch and you don't like it, that there's no one's blaming you. You, you <laughs> where it's like yeah, it's not you're it's, not watching it incorrectly. If this doesn't appeal to you, it's just yeah. this, some people will not like this. <laughs> yeah, it's pineapple on pizza. Where yeah. it's like, eh, not for me. Yeah, like it's just it's it's and I like I said it, I it wouldn't I didn't find it amazing or anything i enjoyed it um but it's yeah it it's it's a delight if you're into that sort of thing like not the way yeah i would say like mandy is the type of film where it's like that's actually more accessible wouldn't you think wouldn't you agree in some ways i I think mandy both are weird but mandy's a little more at least artistically fulfilling like there's yeah, I think Mandy's a better film, but I think Mandy yeah. is also better at front load it, because, uh, you know, Mandy's, uh, I don't know if it's a, because de- there is a definite difference between uh, Eastern and Western storytelling. So mm-hmm. I don't know and if they're... it's, uh, but all I'm getting at is that the information that I was saying, like uh, the the who, what, when stuff is, is a little more obviously front loaded in a movie like Mandy. They're entirely different they're types of films. They're very too. different, too. They're just similar in that they have cage and that they're also kind of weird and surreal. Um, yeah. But ultimately, very simple stories. Yeah, both of them are. Yeah. They're just, they're both simple stories told in very unusual ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's where the similarities end, really. Yeah. Um, cage is even kind of a different character in the two. Oh, he's not the same at all in either yeah. of those movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. If you like the meme side of Cage, then this is honestly, I would either skip or fast forward through yeah, it. This isn't that. Yeah, there's a couple of meme moments, but it's mostly not that. Yeah. So which I think is, I think, accounts a lot for the low audience score. I yeah, I also think that's the majority of Nicolas Cage movies is the most memey stuff comes from movies where then when people sit and watch them, they're like, "Oh, well this isn't that." You know, like the uh, stuff like vampires kiss and stuff where you then you watch it and you're like jesus yeah all right like <laughs> it's kind of a slog um so i don't know it, it nicholas cage uh, sometimes i feel bad for him for that reason i'd love to see him sort of like i feel like he needs to reclaim himself does that make sense i don't i don't know as, i don't as like a celebrity i feel like he needs to recalibrate um and like recalibrate recalibrate people's expectations of him like it's not it's not anything he's doing wrong does that make sense like it's just like he he like i feel like he needs to like win another oscar or something Mm. i don't know uh but i you know he's terrific yeah i don't know he's he can he can keep doing this for the rest of his career if he wants to (laughs) he really could he should do a next sequel i mean yes obviously called called next next I think I'm out of stuff here. Yeah, I don't know what else there is to say about this film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're into w- weird shit, go watch it. Um, if you're not into weird shit, don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, 
let me tell you guys about our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Mm. If you go on there, there's some exclusive podcasts for $5 a month. You can listen to Tom and Jeff watch Batman, mm. Fox Motors, a maniac, Star mm. Trek, the next Futurama. We just dropped some for Batman day, some free Batman episodes that you might not have heard before. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. This is probably the type of movie we'd watch I think on Friday, so. right? Yeah, I think so. This definitely fits yeah. into that vibe. We've watched Mandy. Yeah, we sure have. Um, we also have a store. If you head on over to CamefullyUnemployed.com, you can find the link to our Teespring store. We have t-shirts, posters, stickers, all kinds of stuff. Uh, check that out. Mm-hmm. And yes, by all means, check out the the, the free uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman episodes we put on our yeah. feed for, for in celebration of Batman Day. Uh, and if you know Bill Mosley... Give him a thumbs up for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, just, you know, let him know he's doing a good job. Just say, hey, Bill, Billy, <laughs> here's my thumb. Notice, and that's it. You notice what direction it's pointing? Up. Yeah, it's going up. That's for you, big it? guy. That's from Dave to you. 